Hello, and welcome to episode 324 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. In this episode, we have an interview with Adam Downing, comics creator with Breakthrough Comics. Adam, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Let's um, do as we do when we normally start off a interview. Um, can you give us a little bio about yourself and tell us a little bit about Breakthrough Comics? Sure, Matt, and thank you for having me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm Adam Downing. Uh, I'm the founder of Breakthrough Comics as well as uh, Resolve Comics. I'm a Baltimore native. Uh, I love anime, shonen, anime specifically. Um, and just, you know, Breakthrough Comics is a, is a Baltimore-based indie comic banner. It's a, it's a passion project of mine. Um, and I started writing comics somewhere around like 2016. Um, and I would like reach out to friends and Hey man, you want to write a comic with me? Yeah, that sounds cool. And you know how that usually goes, like collaborating with people, it, it kind of fizzles out. So I didn't really start seriously writing comics for Breakthrough until like around 2019. And um, yeah, I mean, similar to like, I, you know, a lot of creators, I think in this space, like Breakthrough Comics is like my my little MCU, you know, project. It's it's this giant giant universe, like in any everything under this banner is like interconnected, you know. So. Yeah. I'm muted. I'm sorry that I was muted there. Um, so I have a, a couple of questions for you. Um, let's, uh, let's sort of go with you, with your background with comics. Were you, were you a lifetime uh, comics fan? Um, or did you fall out and come back to it? I could say personally for myself, I was, a kid, I was in the comics, I went to school, found out about girls, comics kind of went by the wayside, and then I came back to it. But what was what what's your story with, with comics? Man, um I definitely discovered comics as a kid. I think my introduction was the ultimate Spider-Man. It was yeah, it was it was Bendis. Um it was Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men. Um, and honestly, I just remember like me and like my cousins, Alex and Jared, and, like, you know, my sister, we would go whenever we got like, we, where we could go to, like Barnes and Noble or something like that. We'd go straight to the graphic novel section. My cousins were straight, like they were on X-Men. I was on Spider-Man. Um, and I don't think it's just from the comics, but yeah. Um, so like ultimate, ultimate, uh, Marvel, like that's, that was like my introduction in the comics. Um, and then like. After that, I don't think I really read. I didn't get too deep into like. Uh, I mean, I got you know I got a couple. I got like some daredevils here and there, like whatever. But I wasn't like too deep in the comics. Um, I actually kind of got deeper into like manga, and like yeah. I wasn't even that deep into manga. I would get like my little Roni Kenshin mangas, my Dragon Ball Zs, whatever you know, like my Hunter X Hunter. But for the most part, it was like it was anime for me. That's like that's really where like uh, yeah. I was like an anime guy, so that's pretty cool. So um, maybe a follow up question on that um, with the with the Ultimates and me, I guess maybe the the Ultimate Spider Man. Um, I'm a little bit older than you, but um, was the 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 transition from Peter Parker to to Miles Morales was that something that like uh, uh, appealed to you? Because again, as an older guy, like. Peter Parker was was my Spider-Man, but my son, you know, he he loves Miles. But like, so was that something that you really enjoyed about that? I I don't even know. Like, obviously, as you know, as a black guy, like I love my representation. I love seeing black superheroes. Um, so when I heard about Miles Morales, I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't like pay too much attention to it. Um, and then I remember, like, I think I saw like. I, I saw like his spider suit. And I was like, all right, that's uh, you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's a spider suit. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't get super into Miles Morales until like later on. It wasn't until like around like 2020 when I was like I got like a Marvel Unlimited subscription, and that's when I went back through like the Ultimate. I, I went through like Ultimate Spider Man, Ultimate X Men, whatever else was on there. Like I went all the way through like from like. I was like 99 or 2000 all the way up to like 2018. I followed like through, you know, when they like transitioned to Miles Morales and like, you know, his whole thing, like the champions and everything he was doing. So um, I like Miles Morales. I like, yeah, I like, I definitely like his, like his character. Yeah. And I, I think one thing that's really cool about the representation is, is like, 
as for you as a, as an African American person, like you, you identify with that. But like my son, mm-hmm. white white kid, he just identifies with him as like the 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 younger Spider Man. Like it's not you know. And again, it's like, and yeah. I'm just so happy. Like, and he loves like Champions. He yeah. loves like um, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, like all that kind of like. And he's more like geared towards like the 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 younger stuff, and it's not even like the uh, the representation like for you, but it's just more like the young the right. young aspect of it. And that's yeah. honestly, I think that's what Ultimate Spy, like that's what the like Ultimate Peter Parker did for me. Like that's what I like. I was like a younger kid and just seeing like you know high school Peter Parker going through his like high school shit, and I was like, oh, that's so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah. I mean it's yeah, it's just, it was the same for me, you know. Yeah, like the 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 regular Peter Parker who's like the the 30 something that's like struggling to like pay his bills like yeah, that, that guy's like, you know, depending on where you are, he's he's sort of harder to identify with. Yeah. So, I guess maybe the 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 other question I had when you gave that that bio was um, you know, you became like a, a really like serious fan 2016 you start doing some reading you're reaching out to some some people you're like hey you want to you want to do this and you you get really serious at like 2019 the problem is 2020 the the the, the world comes to sort of a, a halt so like how does that impact everything Oh, it was perfect, dude. I like <laughs> it was so weird like everything happened for me in 2020 like I because it took me so long to get out of college, dude. So I actually got my bachelor's in, like, 2020. Um, so in, like, 2019, I had spent, like, 2019, I was working uh, the night shift at Planet Fitness, right? So I was, like, doing my, I was doing, I was finishing up my bachelor's online, and I was building out uh, Project Angel, honestly, like, Break the Universe. So I was, you know, writing or doing homework, and then, you know, I heard about uh, the virus and I was like, oh, well, I'm working at the gym. It's kind of not good. I was living at home at the time. So I was like, Mark, I quit my job. And she's like, yeah, it's cool. Quit my job. Like a month later, everything shut down. And it was so perfect. Like, also, like, I, I, you know, I started interviewing for a job. I got locked in for like, you know, they're like, whenever everything opens back up, you got, you know, like, it was an accounting job, right? So it was like, mm-hmm. I got my, got my accounting job boom this was in march so like from march to june when i started working like that three months i had to just on i was writing it was it was amazing um i also noticed i feel like around 2020 i think a lot of people were in a similar situation because or maybe not i I, maybe i just wasn't paying attention to the indie comic space but i would think that everything being shut down gave a lot more people time to write and i would suspect that's also like a contributing factor to um you know how the space is so like you know how there's so many creators now you know i feel like okay. i came from a bunch of people you know so the the thing that you were working on when you were at the desk at planet fitness making sure nobody set off the the lug alarm is it is that what it is the the alarm with the lug alarm I hated that. I would sometimes I would ring it just to like ring it. If somebody would be on the phone, somebody would be like, "Yo, ring the alarm." Like, right. like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But what was the thing that you were you were trying to break at that time? Um, what did you say? Uh, the the the, first, the the story that you were working on. Oh, I was working on um, Project Angel Number One. So that was the first comic that I've ever like published. Which was the first script I've worked on. Um, you can read it for free on my website as well um mm-hmm. that's the one with offspring one but yeah it was um that's like the speaking of ultimate spider-man that's like the teen superhero coming of age type story for, for um so i i feel that like there's a couple of ways to go about when you get the itch that you're like all right i'm gonna write something you can either go get all the technical you know scott mcleod how to write comics or you can sort of look at the thing that you like and you're like, I'm gonna reverse engineer this and do this. What what was your approach there? Um, I guess a little bit of both when I think about it, because it, well, it, it was a bit unconventional. Like the the writing piece was like unconventional for me because um, like my dad's a filmmaker. He's like a heavy film guy, so he he's been writing his own scripts. Um, but he put me on to when I you know I was talking about him with 
talking about this stuff with him. He put me onto a book, um, Anatomy of Story by John Truby. Mm-hmm. And um it was like just study this. And it's it's uh yeah, it's just it, it's like um a formula for how to structure a story. I think it's it's like 27 plot steps. Um I don't know. Anyway, like I use that to build out Project Angel. Like I said, the first story that I've ever written. Um, you know, I took all 27 steps and then I would, you know, when I'm writing a comic, I'm like my process is that, you know, I usually have a general idea. Everything's kind of just floating around. So I just brain dump it and then start at the beginning, start at issue one, take what, you know, mold out in issue one. And uh, yeah, but I, I did that on like a larger, you know, scale with the 27 steps. Like I plotted out the entire series, um, which I don't really do that anymore, but yeah, I plotted out the entire series. Um, and then from that I did, you know, like I just said, like I took, that first little chunk fashioned out of first issue um and yeah i think honestly i think i'm really good at writing for like i, I my thing is like if, if if i have to think about it in strengths and weaknesses i would say one of my strengths right now is like writing a first issue but one of my weaknesses is like keeping it like i've never written like a you know continuing i don't know what, what it's called but mm-hmm. you know was, uh, keeping it like a series going yeah so um did you ever encounter anything where with your with your dad being from a, a screenwriting um background? I've always heard that like um when you write um something in, in for screenwriting, like basically like one page is supposed to be like one minute of like screen time. Yeah. And there's not page turns and there's not like, you know. I can read a comic at my speed, but somebody else might like or be like, all right, I really want to like focus in on this panel and slow down and stuff like that. So like you can control pacing differently in comics than you can do um, like when you write a screenplay. Like if, if you and I go to sit down and watch Inception, you're like we experience that all at the same time but like when we read a comic it's it's totally different so were there anything that you like encountered there nah, i think it's um nah it's it's weird i don't know if i feel like a lot of people or maybe i don't know if anybody else does this but like i play my ideas like movies in my head and then you just okay. get it out with the like you just kind of screenshot it and get the stills or like a me- i don't even know how to describe it but you probably you know what i'm talking about like yeah you, know? you sort of have like the um your mind's eye is always sort of like um either uh doing still images or, or, or playing out the story like in your head and you're like all right then i have this and then i have that right so yeah i i i i got you there it's even it's like it's really like a like a movie like it's yeah it's like sound moving i don't know like sound and movies yeah i don't know <laughs> but um how do you so I, I going off of that like um it seems like you might get like sparks of inspiration do you like uh do you have like a journal where you jot down things or do you like voice record memos to yourself? Like if you're, you know, you're working on project angel and uh, you know, you're like, I've been struggling with like how I need to get character a to, to point B. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm in my car. And it comes to me. Like, how do you, how do you handle that? Um, yeah, it's I got you know I got Google Drive and and Google Docs on my phone or yeah. driving you know just flip to the notes or even just hold down Siri and be like make a note <laughs> all right <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like don't lose this but yeah, yeah it's, it's like that big and sometimes I'll they'll come and I'll be like hi and I'll just be like all right I'll remember it and I'll forget it <laughs> like but some like when it when I know for a fact. Or, you know, the times where I do, like, when I'm like, I need to say this idea, this is it. Then, yeah, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll whip it out, whip something out, whip my phone out and just record yeah. it something. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird that, like, the times when you, you know, you might sit down to your computer and you're like, all right, I'm serious. Like, I'm going to break this. 
the story point that's that's been bothering me and you're like just staring at that cursor but then all of a sudden you're like driving in your car or you're in the shower and you're like oh i have it right now and you have to like yeah, you know get it down yeah yeah that's 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 pretty crazy but you know the the fact that we all have smartphones and we have like you know google drive that sort of like connects everything is is, is really a a big benefit so uh, so you're 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 working on project angel um and you're you're getting pretty serious about this at what point do you start to go out to look for for an artist to 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 help you realize this this project i like your questions because this is like about like the like this the process like this was great yeah this is like everything you're asking like this was like my learning you know this my my learning curve um all right at what point did i think about getting artists um i think i was i was thinking about getting an artist the entire time but like i was kind of holding myself back i guess and just like not doing it um or i don't think i had i don't, I don't think i had money either i didn't have a lot of money um but to answer your question it was after the script was like like it was like you know written edited edited twice edited three times and it's like okay we're good um and then i went to it but that was you know that was the first time i was that was the first uh comic I've ever made. Oh, I also have these sitting here. But uh um, you know, now I will like as soon as I have the I well not nah, I'm always like now I'm just always connecting with artists. Like even mm -hmm. I'm just hitting like if I if I spot an artist that I really like and I'm like they I need, you know, I got they I want them to work on something coming up. And I'll just make, you know, reach out to them and be like, hey, I love your stuff, you know, da da da. And as we get closer, I might hit them up and be like, hey, will you be available um, around this time, three, four, five months from now? Because that's when I'll be ready to da da da. Give them a little bit of information about the project and then, um, you know, just take them there. But right. yeah, to answer your question, it was like after the script was done for Project Angel. So, so who drew um, Project Angel? Project Angel was drawn by my girl, Katie McHugh. Um, or Kat McHugh. Um, she is, yeah, she's a brilliant artist. My friend Imani, um, it, it was so weird. I, I went through like, I went through like a ton of artists on Fiverr. That's where I first looked. Um, and I, I just wasn't getting the quality that I wanted mm -hmm. on comic. Um, so I remember like I was, you know, talking to my friend Imani about it. She was like, oh, I have a friend. She does art. Um, so I connected with Kat. And you know it was crazy. Like she, um, she was like, "Let me give me like three pages out of your script, and I'm gonna see if I can like draw it." And I like mm -hmm. I sent her three pages out of the script, and like what she sent back to me, it was so like, like there she she had put details in the pages that like I hadn't written down, but like, that's what I was thinking of when I was writing it. And I was like, all right, we're, we're like, yeah, we're right here with it. So I was like, ah, you know, that's how I found it. Yeah. I think one of the really cool things is, is hopefully if things work out is either the artist again, captures that thing that's in your mind's eye and puts it right on the page or they do that and they also improve upon it. But it seems like you guys had this sort of unspoken connection where like she was getting everything that you were putting down on the page and a little bit more. So that must've been really cool to, and again, like, you know, you're sitting there working, um, you know, breaking this thing down, you know, at the, at the Planet Fitness. But then again, to see these images uh, put down on the paper something that had been in your head that that had to be sort of you know sort of mind-blowing for you for a second it, it's it's always satisfying like yeah to just see it move along especially when you start to get the illustration you start getting your pants yeah you know? um god i forgot what i was gonna say something i forgot <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay um were you uh early on did you guys start off like um, you know, give me thumbnails, give me like rough pencils, um, or were you getting almost completed pages like in and stuff like that? 
It was, yeah, she, um, she basically wanted to get, like, she wanted to do all that, thumbnails, pencils, like, character designs, and she wanted mm -hmm. to, um, get all of, like, the major, like, the locations, she wanted to draw out, like, certain locations to make sure she had, it's just, like, get practice with drawing the character, um, mm -hmm. or characters, so that was, um, you know, that was cool, like, getting those, seeing those before we started illustration, and I remember what I was going to say. Um, in regards to uh, script writing with this uh, comic, this is the only comic that I did this with. But um, for this one, instead of uh, writing out each panel, um, I would write out all of the action that well, I think it was like I wrote out all of the action that I wanted to occur on the page. And then I put the dialogue under that. And then I basically let Kat uh, just do the panels on her own, like design how she saw fit. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it came out great, but I also like, you know, we talked about Offspring. Like that was the first time that I had started, like I took it panel by panel and like, it was, I don't know, it, you know, it was just interesting to, you know, see how that goes. Yeah. So I don't know if you know the 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 story about the 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 Marvel method, um, but um, there's like these famous stories where, um, you know, sort of uh, Jack Kirby be like, um, an alien comes from outer space to you know fight the Fantastic Four, and he's not giving you know page one, you know, panel one, this happens. He's just sort of basically giving them a you know a general outline of what he wants to happen and then the the artist is like all right i'm going to break this down into six panels and get this done so it seems like you started off with a little bit of marvel method and then you went to you went to full script correct yeah my uh one of my editors kelly Gaines, uh she edited uh project angel she was the one who put me onto that method because she was like is that she she yeah she laid out she's like do you want to do a panel by panel or do you want to do this method so i went with that yeah so um is offspring your your second thing that you you did yeah that was yeah this is uh offspring one of my second script ever written you know second comic ever published and uh yeah it's number yeah <laughs> awesome so do you can you tell us a little bit about that i i read uh i read the preview of one but can you tell us a little bit about uh offspring um in general yeah, definitely. Um, so Offspring, you know what I'm saying, it follows our boy Riker, you know what I'm saying, he's a 26-year-old burnout, or he's burnt out. Um, he's, he's just like, he has no idea what's going on. What, he has no idea where his life is headed. Um, mm -hmm. No, like, his direction. Um, he's a bit of a stoner. He's kind of lonely, and he's just depressed. And he's stuck in a dead-end job. So, you know, one day uh, he's at you know, he's on the roof of his job site. He's taking photos. He likes to take photos. Uh, he likes to, real, you know, practice photography. And he spots a shady group of individuals, you know what I'm saying, hanging out. He goes to investigate, um, and chaos ensues, right? Stuff kicks off. That's really where the issue of the series kicks off. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty black and white ink style done by, by my boy Martin. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, it takes place in uh, Philadelphia. Very cool. So, like I said, I read a preview of that, and we talked a little about about this in the in the pre-interview. But I think one of the interesting things that you made in a, a storytelling um, standpoint was um, there's a lot of action at the end, and a lot of suspense, and um, you know, you know, things happening at the end and at at the beginning it's it's a little slower pace um and it's like all right let's let's get to know this guy and then put him in this scenario um and then have some things happen to him um as a guy who writes who tends to get like um all right this is a really cool concept let me let me dive into this like and i i struggle with like character development um was that something that was important to you to like make us know this guy you know, sort of know his plight and then sort of put him in this scenario where things are going to start happening to him? Was that something that, that you wanted to try here? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It 
It was, um, but you know what? It's actually interesting. I think, not even I think, I know, I actually wanted to dial that back for this. Like, I actually wanted for Offspring, because one of the problems with Project Angel, I think, is that it kind of did that. It, it dragged, like, it dragged that out too much. Um, that exposition okay. or whatever it's called, like, that character, you know, showcasing your care you know your character to your audience letting your audience get yeah. to know your character and um you know connecting those emotional you know those heartstrings like i think i did too much of that with uh project angel and it ended up being like it, it took like over half it was like most of the issue to get to like a little bit of action so like i said for offspring i really wanted to make sure to get right into the action um but I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a couple pages, but I think mean, uh, <laughs> it got a little better with it. But, um, yeah. Well, I think one thing that's really important is is to sort of advance as a creator. You know, I think everybody, depending on, and not, not depending, but anybody, like, no matter where you are, sort of in your creative career, like, we probably all sort of, cringe or like oh when we look back or like i could have done that better but like you have to do that and sort of you know you're putting out a, a a good product something that tells a story but then the next time you're like all right i've honed my craft here and i know that like all right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna meander here i'm gonna like get in here i'm gonna i'm still gonna make you care about this character but i'm gonna get to the action because you know, depending on what you're reading, like, um, you know, it's a comic book, you know, it's a bat, uh, like, say you're writing Batman, like, Batman's eventually got to punch somebody in the neck somewhere in, in the story, right? Like, it can't just be Batman, you know, being sad and, you know, oh, my parents are gone. Like, eventually he's got to punch somebody somewhere through the, the story, right? Right. Um, yeah. It's interesting, like, just, like, it wasn't, it's not just for me, um, or one thing I noticed, it, it wasn't even just like, uh, you know, you got like this project, um, I flexed like this skill on this project and then put it out. Another thing I realized is like, you put that out and then you see the reception it gets. And then it's like, I'll be honest, I put Project Angel 1 out, it was quiet. <laughs> like, it was super quiet. So I was, that's one of the things that made me start, you know, reevaluating. I went back through it. I was like, all right, what's going on here? How does this read? You know, let me try to put myself in some random person who picks this up, shoes. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I'm so bad at talking. <laughs> I was like, okay, what are the things that's wrong with this issue? It takes so damn long to get to the action. And honestly, there's not really any action in here. So we got to yeah. change it. Offspring, yeah. straight to the action, and we make it gritty too. So, so, so who's the uh, who's who's the creative team on on Offspring? Um, so Offspring, I mean, I'm the writer. Uh, my boy yeah. Tsuyama, he uh, I think he's my go-to when it comes to editing. I, I run to Carl. Um, he Carl has greatly improved my writing. Um, especially like how I plan out panels, how I structure panels and um, even the dialogue, like how I break out uh, different like lines or like if I, you know, separating bubbles and stuff like that. Um, Carl's definitely, or, you know, helping me uh, make sure that I'm keeping my stories moving along and not wasting, you know, 10 pages on something that's not going to push the story forward. Carl's on uh, script editing, formatting, um, Martin, he's on Lines and Ink. Uh, you know, my boy Danny Lola Samuel. I met him through Fiverr. Um, okay. Nice little letter, you know. Uh, and then my boy Lloyd Wilson. Um, I always have him credited in all of my comics because, you know, he doesn't really write or draw or, <laughs> but he is. Um, so back in like 2019, Planet Fitness days, you know, I'm writing this comic, I'm like building out this universe writing project angel and what i was writing was actually like way different from mm -hmm. what actually you know came out its universe was way different from what it is and um i i just remember talking on the phone with my boy lloyd he's like oh man like that's crazy i have some ideas da, 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 da. um and we just got you should our conversations were like 
Yeah, so like you should like they were like four like into two a.m., two thirty a.m. Just like da, 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 like oh, this character like somewhere down this arc we gotta do this like really just made this huge like uh, you know multi-dimensional universe. Um, he helped me build out on the back end, so that's why he's credited on all my books. Um, I always run it, you know, just like I run to Carl. I always check in with with Lloyd. Um, you know, make sure like everything's good with what we have planned, make sure I'm not like missing anything that we, you know, I'm not like writing over or like creating a, a inconsistency mm -hmm. with that plan. So yeah, that's the, that's the team. That's pretty awesome. I think one thing that I really enjoyed about um, Offspring was um, it was very gritty um, at the, the black and white style really um aided to that but like the 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 character design the 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 hair that the people had like there's one dude that has like like the wolverine sort of like uh i don't know what that's called but like the where it curls up from the side as and i was like all right every time somebody was on a panel i'm like i know who that dude is because they all had like unique styles like it wasn't confusing like all right that's just like you know, generic, um, you know, gangster too, you know, like, I'm like, all right, I know who this guy is. Like, I'm, you know, and like, I, I really like the character design on that book. Um, were you getting those or was, or was that just something that like showed up in the, in the pages? Um, yeah, that, that was, I guess they were, that's another, like how I mentioned how Katie, like, um, or Kat, you know, her illustrations came out like exactly like, um, in my head. I remember with uh, Offspring, I'm so bad at like, answering your questions. I remember uh, with Offspring, like I was on Facebook, like when I found Martin on Facebook and I saw his art style, I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. So like, I don't even know. This was, this was, I'm not answering your question at all. Um, I, I don't know. I just had them, had them in my head and he translated them perfectly. Um, trying to remember i gave him so i had references for like Riker, um mm -hmm. and i think i had references for like one of the i don't even think i gave him references for the twins actually i think i just gave him reference for Riker, and mm -hmm. everybody else he was just yeah martin was just in my head and they just came out yeah, perfectly yeah, I, I, you know, I read the, I read the comic, and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. But then I get to the, to the end of the PDF, and it's like character designs, and I'm just like, oh wow, like, you know, this guy's got like these things going on on his arms, and I'm like, I'm just like pouring over them. I'm like, man, these, are, these look so awesome. I'm just like, he, he just like a little hit. Those are. Well, um, go ahead. Are you were gonna say something about uh, that? Yeah, I was just gonna say the tattoos. There's a little hint about those in issue number two. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I was just like, man, th these like is you like again? Like I, I read the book and I'm just like, this is this is this is awesome. But I'm just I'm just like pouring over these character designs and I'm like, there's just so many like intricacies. There's like you know this guy's got this thing and it's like. Um, there's like there's like twins and like one's like younger one's older and they they you know it's like they they sh they, they 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 look alike but they don't look alike and it's just like it's just really awesome stuff so what's the what's the plan for offspring like um do you do you um uh, do you have like an endpoint in in mind or um this thing is uh this series is like it's gonna be like Tokyo cool season two which i know wasn't that was such a bad answer um it's 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 uh how it's like it's gonna play out like a little bit like the underworld movie series um okay a little bit like yeah like i said tokyo ghoul season one and two kind of uh you know it's um I don't want to give it away without support. I mean, all right. So Riker is going to get pulled into uh, into this underworld of of lichens, and and you know he's going to get pulled into the conflict with with the vampires. Um, it's briefly mentioned issue number two, and he's going to. I mean, some things are going to come out about him. Like 
um, the readers are going to learn like the reason why he was able to turn the way he turned. Um, and that's also going to kind of deal with like him growing as a lichen, like his, you know, growing in power and like the responsibility that kind of comes with, uh, you know, his specific powers. So yeah, it's, uh, it's like kind of a coming of age, even though he's kind of like almost 30, like it's, uh, yeah, really dark. It's going to be dark too. It's going to be a way. Down. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, that's, those are, those are my favorite stories. I, I tend to be a uh, happy-go-lucky guy in life, but I, I tend to like my art to be, uh, you know, dark and moody. So uh, you, you're speaking, you're speaking to the to the right guy here. Um, so with with these earlier projects, were these things that you took to to crowdfunding, or were these things that you, um, you know, gathered the money yourself uh, and made? Well, how did um, Project Angel and the the issues of Offspring. How did those come to be? Yeah, this is. I'm about to go on another tangent. This is so crazy because, like, like I was saying, in 2019, I was working at Planet Fitness, making like ten dollars an hour. Right? You can't pay. You can't. You can't create a comic on ten dollars. I mean, yeah. you can. But it's really shit. So, um, you know, it's like I didn't have the. So I guess that's also part of the reason why I was so like. I like made. I was just like so focused on getting this right because I was just like wasn't even worried. I knew I couldn't like afford panels. Um, but like I was saying, twenty nineteen, I was building out breakthrough uh universe. But I was also like I said, finishing up my bachelor's. Um, so twenty twenty hit. You know everything shut down. But I reached out to um you know my old firm that I like I interned at like a while ago. I was like, hey, you guys have any openings? They're like, yes, we do. Come here. Um, they're like, you know for an interview they're like hey we open back up like you're good so um june 2020 uh i'm sorry what's the question this is why i'm so bad with answering questions like well. uh, no no you're good i'm just trying to figure out and you 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 started off on this like um gathering the funds and being able to 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 you know produce the book was it crowdfunding um, you know, were you, you know, shoestringing and putting these things together? All right. Yeah. So basically, um, it was just like a per like everything happened. So like the timing was perfect that I was able to get this job where like it was a salary position making like five times what I was making, like just a lot more than what I was making at Pet, uh, Planet Fitness. Um, so now like, you know, I'm getting like big boy checks and now we can start making, uh, you know, comics. So I pay for Project Angel on now. I pay for all I pay for everything out of pocket. Um okay. And like I said, Project Angel one, you know, I I'm like five grand in the hole at this point. And I'm like, oh wow, this I I need to I need to sell this. So I drop it. Nobody wants to buy it. And um now I'm and I'm looking at other people and I'm seeing Kickstarters and all that. So I'm like, okay, we probably gotta do that. Um, so honestly, I did the same thing with offspring one. I just dropped it. Um, tried to, I dropped it on my website. I made it free along with project angel issue one. Sorry. I bought the domain, started a website, mm -hmm. put these two up on the website. Um, and the plan was to pretty much use that website as like a landing page. So if you go to the website, um, you'll get a pop-up. And it'll say get one free comic and uh enter your email, get one free comic. So that's my mailing list, right? Join our mailing list. We'll, we'll email you off straight down. What I was gonna do is you know, build up that mailing list, and then when offspring number two came out, I was gonna try up on that. So we tried that, and uh it just went pretty sideways. It it crapped out pretty quick. Um I, I started and I, it's because I went, I went about it the wrong way. Um, it's like I kind of just dropped off social media. I wasn't promoting any of uh, any of these at all. Um, I think I like hired an outside like marketing firm to like help me with the issue number uh, two Kickstarter. Um, they were super hands off, and I didn't step up to like, you know. Like take pick up your slack so 
um they was just kind of crapped out and that was like you know it, it burned out it was like a learning experience though so when you know earlier when i was talking to you about the the kicks like the next kickstarter for our next project um that's like that was me uh kind of getting on twitter looking at the guys who were on twitter like how they did their stuff other indie comic successful indie comic creators on twitter like looking at how they market their stuff how they network mm -hmm. with other and how like they market their Kickstarter specifically. Okay. Um, you know, I noticed uh, two creators who just launched recently. I'd seen them. I'd seen them like they'd been pushing their Kickstarters for like a couple months before it started, before they launched. And then um, I remember like I signed up. I'd saved both the projects, so I remember getting the notification. Two mm -hmm. notifications on one morning. Both of them had launched the same day, and. I remember checking, like, I woke, like I literally woke up, I saw both of them at lunch, I had launched, I went, like, I was, like, showering, I was about to leave to go to work. I think I got to my desk, and I checked them, and they were both, like, funded, like, right? So, I was, like, all right, like, because with Offspring 2, with this Kickstarter, you know, we, I started the thing, like, a month or so before I launched it, I wasn't, you know, I had, like, 10, 13, 14 followers on the pre-launch page, I was just, I thought I was going to just like spam it. And I, even when it was running, I wasn't like spamming it that hard. Um, I remember like after we launched, I, I had like Baltimore Comic Con. So I was like focused on that. I really wasn't paying attention to this. And then honestly, after Comic Con it did, I looked and I saw we were like a week or we were like two weeks in. We had like $200. I was like, all right, this is, we just got to go back to the drawing board. Um, so, you know, as far as, uh, you know, Offspring 1, Project Data 1 are still available for free on my website. Mm -hmm. Offspring number 2 is available digitally for like five bucks on my website. And then copies of everything are retailing at $10. Um, right now to, so sorry, your, your question was about like crowdfunding. To, to get like the money back, I'm basically just like all around my city. I'm at a bunch of pop-ups. I actually found a street. Uh, wait, you're in Baltimore, right? um suburbs of baltimore yeah yeah let's i'm in russia town right now but like uh okay. so i'm but i'm moving well i live in Hamden. i'm in russia town for like the next couple weeks but i live in hamden um so like i found i realized that like the avenue 36th street it's busy like tomorrow oh my god it was yeah no tomorrow yeah like tomorrow night it's gonna be uh warm i'm gonna be out there with a table i was out there this sunday you know okay with, be there like saturday well it's tax season, so I gotta go in on Saturdays. But like after tax season, I'm gonna be out there on the, you know, out there on the avenue with my table set up, and like I'm just gonna be out here getting my name out there, and then um you know even at the table funneling people to my Kickstarter, right? Like the pre-launch yeah. page, building that up, um so that you know by the time we launch, we have at least 150 to 200 followers, and like nice, right? So very so, cool. So let's. Let's let's talk about this this Kickstarter that's coming up. Um, um, it is. I, I know that I have the name here, but um, do you want to tell us what's the the Kickstarter that's coming up here uh, soon? Sure. So, um, like we got Breakthrough Comics. That was my first banner. Everything under Breakthrough Comics is interconnected. It's all one universe. It's a couple universes, but it's all one universe. Um, mm -hmm. I have, uh, for the stories that I didn't want to, like, connect to this universe, I started uh, Resolve Comics, right? Okay. So each series is going to, you know, stand on its own unless, you know, we make it clear that it's like a spinoff from another series or something like that. So um, under Resolve Comics, uh, right now we have The Toys Who Walk, issue number one, uh, in production right now. We're getting it illustrated. So, um, yeah, we're looking at August, late August. For, for the launch for Kickstarter, but to give you a little rundown of the toys who walk, it's just about a group of sentient toys who I, you know what, I call it uh, a cross between The Walking Dead and Toy Story. Like, it's just, you know, it's a toy story, but dark as hell. Or it's, the first issue isn't that dark, but I promise you guys it's going to get dark. But, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> so... It's uh it's a group of sentient toys that are trying to struggling to survive in this massive world where like seeming every seemingly everything is out to kill them, right? Everything wow. is everything is bigger than them. So 
Well, I mean, that that sounds super awesome. I I they're they're on on occasion I'll ask people, I'm like, what's your elevator pitch? And you know, a lot of times it's like, um uh it's a clockwork orange meets um wedding crashers or something you know but like i've never heard walking dead meets uh toy story so i'm i'm intrigued by that like like right away um so i know that um this new story is not um related to the to the breakthrough universe but let's just say that I'm somebody that's listening to this podcast and I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to mark that as a, as a, you know, a project I want to follow. You know, I've heard about all these other things. Am I going to be able to, you know, grab some stuff from the breakthrough universe with this upstarting or with this upcoming Kickstarter? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a whole back catalog. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You'll be at, you know what? I'm, thank you for asking that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna turn issue one and issue two into like a trade thing. Like, okay. it's um, yeah, this is all together. This is it's like almost 100 pages, which of you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna turn this into like a square bound book and offer that as like a reward. So, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean. I think one of the good things is is that as you continue to 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 build a catalog, you know, we always hope that somebody's gonna come in with us like right on that first project yeah. and they're always gonna be with us. But in reality, you know, people are gonna discover us at, at different points. So you know, to have the ability to be like, all right, you know what, I like Adam's stuff. And you know, I know that like I the the first thing that really appealed to me was Toy Story meets Walking Dead. I really want to get this other stuff, so I think that that's that's really cool. So, um, the 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 toys that walk is that going to be uh, when that comes to Kickstarter? Is that going to be an ongoing? Um, is that going to be uh, like a a one shot, a whole story? What's what's the plan there? Oh yeah, that's going to be a series. Um, we'll see. I'm trying to think of like how many. Uh, we're probably gonna be somewhere between like fifteen to twenty issues. I can see this thing running like between fifteen to twenty. Issues. Yeah, I don't think it'll be more than twenty issues, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, do do you have do you have your artist lined up uh, for for that series? Yeah, my boy uh, Amari. Um, I don't know. I think he calls himself like Amari Morales or Amari Art on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Boy Amari is on the panels for the Toys Who Walk. Um, if you if anybody like who's watching this, you can check out my Instagram at Breakthrough Comics. Um, because uh, anytime I post, because Breakthrough Comics has like the biggest following between the two accounts, so I always like double post. But you know how you can like post with another account. Yeah. Always. So if you want to find Resolve Comics, just hit. Um, I pinned the two. Uh, you know, two of my pinned tweets are about the Toys Who Walk, and they'll yeah. give you you know where to find the kickstarter you know you can find resolve comics through there and all that very cool um so you know we, we we've talked a lot of things here um i'm looking at the uh the the, the pre-launch page for the toys that walk i'm going to definitely link that in the in the show notes and i know you have a link tree i'm going to link that as well um so that all that stuff's going to be in the in the show notes um where are the best places to follow you online? Um, Instagram. Instagram is probably the best place. I, I got to get off of it, but like, yeah, Instagram is probably the best place. Um, at Breakthrough Comics, but like spelled the dumb way, like B R E A K T H R U. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you can find me at Resolve Comics Official on Instagram as well. Um. Twitter, it's Breakthrough Comics with an X instead of, uh, well, instead of a CS, you know, at the end of comics, it's yeah. CS. Uh, and then Facebook, just Breakthrough Comics. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I know that um, I'm trying to think of Breakthrough, uh, you were... Breakthrough oh, Comics um, as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that on the link tree? Yes. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the yeah. I'm looking at the link tree right now. So like, I'm gonna put the link tree because I feel like that's you go there. That's gonna that's gonna take you to the Kickstarter that's coming up. Yeah. Um, free comics. Yeah. Um, uh, it says you have a YouTube channel. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah, I started a YouTube channel. I don't really use it, but there is one comic review, Birthright Number One. That's my that is my ish. My favorite. Yeah, it's probably my favorite series right now. Birthright, Image Comics. You familiar? Uh, I'm trying to think. Is uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it? Um, does a kid go missing? And he comes back, and he's like a barbarian. Okay, yeah, I I, I know the premise, and then someday I need to read that. But like, sure. um, I, I so I do know that. Where you got? I will let you hold birthright number, bro. You can hold. I got one through nine. You can hold any of them anytime. Hit me up. I swear to God, like, or uh, I think my roommate has the first one. But yo, yeah, just I got you, man. Okay, yeah. cool. You know, definitely something that um, you know how you mentally put things away of like, this is something I, I need to check out at one point. And you're like, you know, sometimes the stars align, you, you go to a con and there's like, Oh, this is $5. You're like, Oh, well, let me get that. That's something certainly that's, that's in my head that I want to, that I want to check out. So um, awesome, dude. Well, um, I've had a lot of fun talking about this. Um, so, you know, we're recording this in, in February um, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's it's March. It's the start of March. Um, so you have, I'm guessing, roughly about six months before you're thinking about um, hitting the, the launch button on this, this Kickstarter. About five, six months in. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to link the uh, the link tree um, and all of your social media and in the, in the show notes. Um, and that's going to take everybody to everything. Um, but I've had a lot of fun talking to you. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Um, are you doing Baltimore, um, in 2023? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think, um, me, I, I have two friends that I want to go three ways on the table with. Um, okay. Back with them, but even if they don't, I'll probably, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Gotta be there. It's Baltimore. Yeah. Well, if you do, let me know because, um, well, you know, we'll we'll talk in person, not uh, through computers, and, and and hang out for for a little bit. So, yeah. awesome. Um, well, um, uh, if anybody for listening to this, if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter, and that is uh, at Construct Compod. Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod, and Facebook is Constructing Comics. Once again, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, please be safe, be nice to each other, and go out there and make some comics. Thank you.